Let's go inside Beaver Dam High School Athletics and Activities this week, and it's a very busy week, so I appreciate uh, Director of Athletics and Activities, Ryan Gerber, giving us some time. Ryan, boy, it's uh, uh, as I said, it's, it's a real busy time at BDHS right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun time of the year. It is busy, but this is this is what we work for all season, and it, and all that hard work and, and attention is really paying off. And, and we've talked all year about how strong our winter sports have been, and and they've really proved it this postseason. So it's it's an exciting time. Sure, let's talk about state wrestling uh, this past weekend. Uh, did you get down to Madison uh, for the event? Yeah, actually, I was down there all three days uh, helping out with the WIA, but. Also got an opportunity to watch our kids, um, and Avery Femright wrestled all three days. Yeah, Femright ended up wrestling for fifth, uh, ended up in sixth place for the event, and uh, you know he had a great run there too, and it was great efforts from the other two wrestlers that, that qualified. Yeah, so we'll start off with those the other two wrestlers, Colton Schultz, who's a sophomore, qualified at 170, and and he had a, a great year and a, and a real magical run at the end. Um, was a really exciting wrestler, and what you oftentimes see. And really in any sport, but it, it's magnified wrestling because of the one-on-one nature of it is when you get to that state tournament, if, if, a, if a kid has not been through that part or hasn't wrestled in those huge, enormous tournaments in a, in a stadium like that, sometimes you, you get extra nerves a little bit, um, the, the attention's a little tougher there. And, and so what you see as a coach is you, those, those bright lights, the Cole Center seem to wear a little bit. And, and look, everyone down there is tough. You know, everyone there is is a state qualifier. They've had a great year, so you're wrestling the best of the best. So, you know, Colton competed, just couldn't break through and, and lost uh, his first match. And unfortunately, they have a modified double slash single elimination, so he lost and, and was out. Same with Charlie Winicky. She was, uh, if you remember right, she was our first uh, program's girls conference champion at 138 pounds for the Badger Conference. She qualified for state, took first. Kind of the same deal, uh, just ran into a tough draw and and wasn't able to break out. So her tournament uh, ended Thursday night. But you know what? For those two, getting that experience to get to the state tournament is going to be huge. They they both come back next year, so I would expect big things from them. And, And, you know, Avery, he had... You know, he had a tough opening round match and he got beat, um, but he was able to get a second match. And boy, did he wrestle tough Friday night, uh, Friday during the day, excuse me, uh, rattled off two wins. Uh, super excited, super pumped up after that second win on Friday, which clinched the spot on the podium. And I, I was just so happy for him. He's worked so hard. Not only is he a great athlete and great uh, student, but he's also a great uh, uh, member of our performing arts uh, in our orchestra, so he's a well-rounded kid. So to see him find a way to break through and get on the podium was great. He, he wrestled two matches on Saturday. Um, he dropped both, so he ended up sixth. But again, he's another athlete that will be returning for us next year. He got a lot of experience and wrestled some great wrestlers, so he's another one that can go far again next year. And, and so you start looking at the team. You have three wrestlers coming back that got experience up there. One of them placed. You had a number of wrestlers that didn't qualify that are just as capable of getting there and placing, you know, the, the, the future looks very bright for uh, coach Winker's staff and I'm excited for it. So wrestling, you know, it was fun watching that team wrestle. We were excited to be able to get a bunch of matches on on Daily Dodge TV. And Ryan, we appreciate you for uh, being the voice of Beaver Dam Wrestling here and uh, and, uh, and helping us work through those matches. I can't wait for next year. 
I, I'm excited for it. I, I'm just happy to do it. I, I'm there anyways, and obviously I spent a little bit of time in, on the sideline. And and so I, I'm just happy that the sport is being uh, shown and, and given that spotlight, especially this team is, is such a, is a cool team to watch and a young team. Um, they, they just get after it. Next year I'm excited that you know, we'll, we'll hopefully be able to broadcast just as much and then hopefully get the Wickersham finals next year as well as a great tribute to former uh, Beaver Dam wrestler and state champion, Justin Wickersham. We're talking with uh, Beaver Dam high school athletics and activities director, Ryan Gerber here on ESPN Beaver Dam, Ryan basketball uh, going to Portage. Number one, I want to thank Ed over at Portage, the athletic director for allowing us to broadcast because they're an NFHS school, which they wouldn't have to let daily Dodge come in, but he is. So appreciate Ed. And we'll be over there for uh, one, Watertown and Beaver Dam, two rivals going at it for a third time this year in the sectional semifinals, trying to win for the right to play for the right to go to state, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, hats off to Ed. Um, and, and they're really excited about hosting this game. Originally, this game was set up to play in Menasha, and it did make a lot of sense for both of us, Watertown and us, to travel up to Menasha. Uh, Ed stepped in Saturday night and offered up their gym and it's going to be a cool environment. If you've never been to Portage, it is a smaller gym, uh, which if you're old school, like me, uh, you know, big basketball games should be played in a gym like that. The electricity and the noise and the atmosphere is just is heightened to throw on top of that to uh, Badger conference teams. And on top of that to quote unquote, friendly rivals. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, girls are playing really tough this year and, and they have beaten Water- Watertown twice this year. Um, but don't take anything for granted because it's very difficult to beat a team a third time in a row. But uh, having spoken with a couple of the girls and having uh, spoken with coach went i know that this team will be prepared and ready to rock and it, it, they're hitting on all cylinders and again we mentioned a ton of times i don't mean to beat a dead horse but when you play the schedule that they did this year you play that tough non-conference that's going to battle test you that's going to harden you for the postseason run and and they're ready to go and and look there's never any motivation needed extra motivation needed to beat watertown the fact that working through the the sectional and and having a shot to make a run at the rest center uh that's just cherry on top of the cake it should be great uh, again the six six forty five the uh, pregame show seven o'clock the tip mike tronson will have the call on daily dodge tv and fourteen thirty espn beaver dam winter plays at watertown uh, if it's beaver dam if, it, if, it, if it's watertown then it won't be at watertown at least uh, might be at beaver dam i don't know but uh uh it's uh, the winter is scheduled to play at watertown at four o'clock on yep. on uh, saturday. saturday most likely against pewaukee who is uh mm-hmm. who's a heavy favorite in their sectional semifinal game so the girls are playing on thursday Day. The boys' basketball team knows they're going to get Portage on uh, Friday night right. in their regional semifinal over at the Fieldhouse. Another one on DDTV and ESPN Beaver Dam, and kind of an old rivalry renewed right there as well. Yeah, and and this this is another fun one. You know, I, I think most people, if if they're filling out their brackets, not that they would do that at all, but if they're filling out their brackets, probably had Sock winning that game, Sock had played Portage twice this year and beat them by 20 each time Portage just got hot at the right time, had a, had a player that's averaging eight points a game, go off for 30. Um, and so that really propelled Portage to the win last night. So I, I got a text from coach last night saying, Hey, we got Portage on Friday. And, 
and, and, and you play who you get in front of you. And so I know our team will be set, but yeah, Portage is really excited. You know, I talked to Ed this morning about it. They're super jacked up because they haven't had a ton of success in the past. So to get an opportunity to, to move on in the playoffs and play another game, they're excited for it. And, you know, coming off a big win against Sauk, you know, they're going to be motivated to keep their season going. So for, for Beaver Dam, they just have to stay within themselves and keep doing what they, they've been doing all year. I think they'll be fine. Um, but that's why you play the games. You got to show up. You got to be ready. This could create a really interesting and exciting uh, matchup on Saturday. So if you're a basketball junkie or even a Beaver Dam, just sports fan in general, this sets up an awesome opportunity. Should the girls win Thursday night? And again, my fingers are crossed. My toes are crossed. Should the girls uh, qualify and win Thursday night and move to Saturday, they'd play at four o'clock. We would host the boys game here at the field house at seven o'clock. So uh, great potential to get two games in. That's what I'll be doing. I'll be, if that happens, be uh, taking in both games. So a lot of excitement that's still on the horizon just uh, the end of this week. Yeah, but again, you have to take care of business because Watertown's Absolutely. not going to roll over. Matt Stolberg's team plays hard, and they do, they, they're do. they defensively one of the better teams across the region. They held Beaver down to like 44 points the first time yeah. around. That and Portage is going to come to play. So you have to take care of business, but yeah. if the Beaver Dam teams win, it could be an interesting doubleheader. And the good thing about that, though, Ryan, too, is that, like you said, you, you fans would be able to get to both of those games because they're cl- yeah. Watertown's in close enough proximity game gets done let's say at 5 30 quarter to six you can get back over to the field house by seven o'clock in the tip but again have to take care of business otherwise portage or watertown might be playing somewhere so and, and just want to say this um i know matt stolberg from a different scenario he he had uh, coached at fort atkinson when i was there and i was actually on the hiring committee that brought him in matt's a great guy great character great integrity but he knows a game he's he's a good coach he's going to have that team ready and and he knows as much as anybody it is tough to beat somebody three times in a season and so don't think that he's not playing the chip on the shoulder and don't think he's gonna hold anything back so i i i'm i'm confident in our girls that they're battle tested for it but I won't be surprised if Watertown gives us their best game of the year. And Watertown hasn't been to a sectional since 2012, so the whole town's going to be there. Yeah, I think I'm going to be riding up with uh, Jamie Kapp. and I think both of us will be in the house. So it'll be fun. Uh, It'll be exciting. Looking forward to it. You wouldn't want it any other way. That's like Ronald McDonald and the Burger King going together. 100% 100% Pepsi and Coke, man. <laughs> hey, uh, Ryan Gerber, Athletic Director, uh, Activities Director at Beaver Dam High School here inside BDH Athletics. A couple of other events we need to talk about. State bowling for Beaver Dam is this weekend. Now, the, the girls have qualified as a team for state bowling. Also, Alexis Vandekolk is going as the singles as a singles competition as well. But uh, for the boys, Garrett Betcher and Adam Paul, so a large contingent of Beaver Dam girls and boys are heading up to a Schwabenon for the state bowling tournament this weekend. Yeah, and, and this just continues the, the tradition that they've had over the last few years of, of having high-quality bowlers and teams and qualifying for that state event. And we just had their uh, state send-off this morning along with the power lifters. So it, it's exciting. Um People are taking note. It's out there, and 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 I wish them nothing but the best. You know, the the nice thing, the the really cool thing about that program is they have a lot of girls and guys who compete in bowling throughout the year, but they're also competing in different uh, sports throughout the season too. And 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 it's just it's a, it's a cool mix. It's a cool dynamic, and it's something that. 
Um, we want to continue our partnership with with bowling and, and everything that uh, Mike and Callista have, have built up over the years. And I'm going to talk to Callista about the squad or Coach Janice here in a little bit, and we'll look for that interview on DailyDodge.com as well. Now, Ryan, powerlifting you mentioned as well, Coach Nowak, and uh, nine student-athletes from Beaverdam High School are going to go into the state powerlifting meet in the Fox Cities this weekend as well. Yeah, I just talked to Coach Nowak this morning too, and and he was here for the state send-off, and and that's another program that kind of flies under the radar a little bit, simply because it it you know they they have these individual meets and and they qualify for the state tournament at a lot of these different meets, but that's a program that has consistently turned churned out uh, state qualifiers, and they've they've done an, a lot of nice things. There is also another program where they've had kids who have been competing in other sports, whether it's wrestling or basketball whatnot uh they got a lot of football guys on those teams that that have that have made the transition into powerlifting or have committed to that and have really competed well and so we're really proud of of that group as well and i know bill will uh make sure they're ready to go mentally and make sure that they're they're lifting at they're lifting the most when they're supposed to and and peaking at the right time so it's it goes beyond just athletics here, right? It's it's into those to our other activities and making sure that uh, we're recognizing those successes as well. And there are some there are a few kids that are just powerlifters exclusively, which is kind of cool as well. So again, we'll be getting those results. Uh, Coach Nowak is great at getting me the results on the powerlifting, and we'll have those posted at DailyDodge.com when they come up this weekend. Hopefully, we can get some state champions. I know we already have some kids that have qualified for the nationals as well, so that should be fun. Have you ever have you get gotten to a power lifting meet yet ryan i have only been to one powerlifting meet and it happened at the same time a wrestling meet was going on and and it was just as intense and just as as nuts as the wrestling thing was going on so uh, you know it, it the powerlifting folk and the wrestling folk aren't all that different so i kind of i dig it um it, it's something and 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 man I, I can't imagine lifting all that weight anymore all right so again <laughs> lots going on athletically but also let's flip our attention to the arts it's a huge saturday at beaver dam high school because i've got two uh daughters that are going to be competing solo ensemble saturday at bdhs yeah district solo ensemble takes over bdhs this weekend um that'll be going on all morning i know uh Russ Tronson, our, our our dear principal here, is going to be um, one of the uh, observers going on, uh, helping the judges out during the day. That's a huge event, and, and really, again, a culmination of all the hard work that's been done throughout the year, uh, trying to qualify for state solo ensemble. Every school I've been to, solo ensemble is an enormous deal, and I think that's pretty standard across the state in terms of the music programs. And Mark Lefebvre has done a great job building that up, and uh, I know that this year they've got a few teams in i know they're trying to expand for for next year and the future years and and i'm all for it let's let's be the center of the hub of of music in our area i have no problem with that and and hopefully we get a couple uh a few people qualifying to that state meet and and, and keep showing that bd pride do you ever compete in solo ensemble as a, as a student no i i <laughs> definitely did not oh, you think sorry. they let us in do it maybe me and you next year could do a duet I think we could do like a live broadcast, some play-by-play. You know, Daily Dodge TV, those are the kind of events we're looking at. There's a way that we could somehow, obviously, solo ensembles in like different rooms and such, but there's a way we probably talk about trying to Daily Dodge TV some of the events on uh, that the arts department does at, uh, at Beaver Dam High School. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think I think we can make it work. I mean, we're, we're going to have to be kind of like golf. We're going to have to be real quiet. We're going to have to... 
to not be too loud, but hey, we can get it done. I can see it right now, Gerber, Ryan. You could be going, oh my God, look at that. They hit the high note. Look at that. Oh my goodness, that's going to score high. Can you believe that? Uh, that's an A piece, and she nailed it. She's going to, I predict she's going to state. I, the views are going to go through the roof. <laughs> so, again, you know, that's one of those things where. I, it's it's kind of open to the public. I know there are people that go and they kind of just wander into the rooms and watch the kids sing or play their instruments. So again, just want to give those kids credit for everything that they're doing. And this is this is like a sectional file, like the girls in basketball and the boys in the regionals. This is like a playoff. Yeah, absolutely. This is a this is a big time of year for for uh, our, our musicians and our, our vocalists. So, yeah, no different than a sectional final. No different than you know what what some of our our athletes have gone through. This is it. So nerves are going to be there, uh, and they deserve our support and and uh, following them. So uh, best of luck to them and and all the hard work they've put in, and hopefully it pays off this weekend. You know, I was talking to Coach Wilkie, the baseball coach, and you know I was asking him about the weather we've had. You know, there's not much snow out there. And he doesn't think we had much frost in the off season. So as long as Mother Nature doesn't give us another five below zero day like today, our fields could be in decent condition uh, to get going here sooner than later. You know, it could change it a win. But right now I'm feeling pretty confident. Yeah, so I, we've had that conversation within the conference. We always schedule these March baseball and softball games, and, and everybody kind of rolls their eyes when the schedule comes out. But there's legit cause to think that we'll get those games in, and, and I'm excited for it. People have been golfing all over the place, so the, the ground's got to be decent to play out there. I'm going to try to get out Sunday. So, yeah, I'm hoping we can play, and hopefully we won't be too wet when we get out there. I know some of the, the guys are starting to, to long toss on their own out there and, and maybe start hitting some balls on their own. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I am hoping, I, I'm smart enough to not say it outright, but I'm hoping that we'll have a, a nice spring and get all of our games in and not too many uh, reschedules. Well, but we'll I, see. I, I'm looking at my schedule right now, Ryan. Tuesday, April 9th, baseball is home against DeForest. Girls soccer is home against Wanakee. Softball is home against Wanakee. I have that day circled as hopefully our spring opener uh, on yeah. Daily Dodge TV. So uh, we'll just hope Mother Nature cooperates. Yeah, hopefully Mother Nature cooperates, and hopefully we'll be 3-0 and after that day. Well, Ryan, if I appreciate the time you've given me here on our Inside BDH Athletics. A lot going on. If people have any questions about anything going on at the high school on the art side or on the athletic side, uh, how can they get in contact with you? Just give us a call here at the high school. We'll be happy to take your phone call and help you out. Or you can go to www.badgerconference.org. And on the right-hand side where it says Beaverdam High School, click that. And all of our schedules are right there. That is today's edition of Inside Beaverdam High School Athletics. Ryan, thanks for the time. Thanks, Wade. This is uh, Inside BDH Athletics on 1430 ESPN Beaverdam.